Hello, everybody. It is September 20th. September 20th falls on one day this year, and it is Thursday. Yeah, that is it. It's today. Thursday is today, which means we got a new episode of the E&E Show. Welcome to it, everybody. This time, we got a different co-host. We got the one guy from Philadelphia who does not ultimately get under my skin. No harm to the Philadelphia people. It is Kevin Orlandi. Kevin, go ahead. Introduce yourself to the people out there. Hello, people out there. I am a good friend of Noah, and uh, I bring a, a different uh, sports perspective to the table here um, as far as uh, being from Philadelphia. And I'm uh, looking forward to talking about everything and everywhere with you on this podcast. Yeah, see, we're getting multiple attitudes here. We got the reserved attitude of me, of course. And then we got the uh, exuberant personality of Kevin Orlandi. We yeah. got two collisions here. We're on a clash course. Yeah, something's got to give here, Noah. Something's got to give. We got two trains headed full speed right at each other. Something's going to happen. Something is going to happen. All I can say is we got some interesting topics, Kevin. I hope you're ready to get into it. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's touch. Two of them collaborate together. I feel like you cannot have one without the other. Okay. And the third is NFL football, as always. Maybe we'll touch some other sports today. Maybe, perhaps, there's a big baseball series, I think, going on in Atlanta today. I'm about to say, you know, do we do the do the Braves win at all, question mark? I don't know. We may talk about it. I know last show I mentioned something about baseball. Never got around to it. People called me out. It's okay. Maybe we get to it. Maybe we don't. Maybe we it's can, my show. You know, but let's. I think the question more is uh, do. It's not more of do. It's more of a when do the Braves win? Because ultimately, I think my Philadelphia Phillies will fall, especially the way their rotation is set up. However. Anyway, however, yet we digress. Yes, we digress. Let, let, let's hit those topics, though. Let's hit them. Now, now, this one goes out there to all my agriculture, all my lettuce people. <laughs> Apparently, Kevin already knows the topic, so you know he's already over there giggling. Apparently, there is, whether it's overturned boats, overturned planes, no one's knows. Maybe it's the secret collection of Poseidon himself, but there has been multiple kilos of marijuana, rap marijuana, washing up on Florida shores. It is causing not only peaceful times, theoretically, but it's also causing mass chaos at Florida beaches. Beachgoers are saying that other beachgoers are fighting tooth and nail for upwards of five kilos at a time wrapped. Kevin, what are you thinking here? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you know, I think it's nat- Mother Nature's gift after all that destruction. You know, it's uh, it's just getting back after all that damage. You know, yeah, you know what is what is the old saying? The uh, the hand giveth, the the hand taketh. Exactly. I think now she giveth. It was backwards. She taketh. It, now she giveth. <laughs> you know, they, it's given a lot. It is given. Uh, you know, uh, they do say water does make the grass grow. <laughs> and it is showing true in Florida. The type of grass we're talking about. I'm about to say, we're talking about that good old devil's lettuce. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, the good stuff. Yeah, shout out to all my uh, vegetation people out there. Uh, I believe Jonah, when I told a good friend of mine, Jonah Asher, Jonah Asher about it, he was giddy with excitement. He said, I am packing my bags. I'm headed to Florida. I know. People are heading down south. I mean. Florida is a great state to live in anyway, besides all the hurricanes and whatnot. But, I mean, that's even more reason to just pack your bags and get out of here. And the misfortune of some sports teams. Shout yeah. out, Gators. <laughs> Moving on. 
no, that's the, that's a, that, that was a lovely topic. I, I think, uh, you know, if, if there was a topic to start your show with, ag- we got, we got it all right there. Action adventure. Go with getting baked. So it's a good way to do it. You, we got it. Now, moving right along, we got big news. And like I said, last week we talked SpaceX. We talked, or I'm sorry, last week, last show, Monday. It's been a long week. <laughs> we talked about SpaceX. We're, we're, we're sending guys back and forth to the moon as if it's Uber. Yes, a little sir. more expensive. As if it's like a taxi ride. That was interesting. Uh, right. I don't necessarily think it'll get into that kind of, you know, people are just going to be hitching rides to the moon. But, like, kind of uh, space exploration is uh, pretty uh, I will say this. All my Xenon, the z fans out there just got really disappointed at what you just said. Okay? All the all the early thousands people, Disney stars, are freaking pissed. All right? Yeah. But moving right along. <laughs> now, there's other things. Apparently, there's other things out there in space. Not just Elon Musk sending random citizens out there. Not just astronauts. There's other things out there, Kevin. Apparently, yeah. this is coming out, you know, from... The good old people at HuffPost.com is where it got reported first. I'll give credit where it's due. Yes, I'm not stealing. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not stealing anybody else's media. We got leads here. No, so we got solid leads. We got the best leads. Okay. Apparently, he used to work at the Pentagon. He used to be a director with the DoD. Luis Alizondo is reporting UFOs do in fact exist. Whoa. Big hey, news. Hey, yo. Big news coming out of there. Okay? And no, the UFOs he's not talking about are Ryan Fitzpatrick touchdown passes. He's talking aliens, folks. Oh, yeah, apparently. Talking about Fitzmagic for a second. Okay. I, yeah, and I had to clear oh. the air. I would huh. say, you know, I had to clear the air like a Bill's locker room. All right? We're, oh. we're, we're at even grounds for everybody. Okay? That's it. No more jokes on uh, on the Bills season because it's already a big enough joke as it begins. Kevin, what is your thought? Are you are you for aliens or against aliens? All right. So I'll say I, I believe there's life out there. I not, don't necessarily want them interacting with us, at least maybe not in my lifetime, just because uh, as a planet, we, we typically can't get along with everyone, you know, here. So we're going to start venturing into other planets. No, thank you. But I definitely do believe there's some sort of life out there. Kevin says, build that wall, planet Earth. Build the no, wall. Yeah. Build- no aliens. No aliens, Kevin says. Yeah. See, I, 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 I like to think, I'd like to hope that there's other people out there. Only for the sake of, if it's just us, this is bleak. Really? It really is. And like Oh, this is us. You, you know, know a classic show. A sad show. I I still haven't gotten a uh uh what's it a uh, slow cooker because of that show I won't I won't do it spoiler Come alert on. oh spoiler alert. okay well I haven't watched the show but I'm sure it is a uh, a big you know a big uh big I guess deal on that show so. oh uh if those if you know you know just know that with slow cookers, uh, things start to heat up a little bit in that show, if you catch uh, my drift. I think I do catch your drift. I may have heard some people gossiping about it, and I've heard, you know, from the grapevine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you know, we also got, you know what, we got, a, we got a, a bonus. Speaking of, you know what, 
You know what? We'll, we'll just go. Speaking of extraterrestrial type stuff, did you see the video of the Colorado Boulder mascot taking a T-shirt cannon right to the scrotum? Yes, I did. Unfortunately, that's got to be a uh, a PR nightmare really for uh, for that for that mascot. I mean, you know, your 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 job is to get the crowd going. You know, kids love you. They love to see you. They see whether it's hot dog cannons, you know, you're shooting out T-shirts. This guy had a T-shirt, um, has the cannon, doesn't know which way he's pointing it, clearly. And then, uh, well, the video says the rest for itself. He, he, he shoots himself and had to get carted off to an amazing ovation. So that, was, <laughs> that, was nice <laughs> that was the biggest ovation Colorado has had all season. Go Buffalo. <laughs> Go Buffalo. My, my, or the Bison. Buffalo, all- Bison. I wish yeah. I had the record on hand. They're, uh, I doubt they're watching them be like two or three and zero right now, and we're just bashing them. But you never know. Hey, you never know. Uh, all I'm saying is, the mascot is O and everything. That man took so many L's in one video. It's not even funny. The funniest single, probably the single funniest video, aside from one video. I was I was sent this video yesterday by none other than Kevin Orlandi. I got to give him credit. I give credit where credit is due. This video is the single greatest prank I've ever seen. I love prank videos. I love all kinds of videos that just bring misfortune to others. This video is probably the biggest, most unfortunate video I've ever seen. Apparently, I don't know the school. I don't know all the details except for what was said in the title. But a kid at a high school doused the school lemonade in laxative and it a looked like terrible. something he out was of, it looked say it what it is what is there he caused terror for thousands no really hundreds if not you know i guess double digits of kids just numerous kids yeah, and say, numerous kids were uh, not having the best day and <laughs> one janitor who had to clean it all up one janitor oh let me <laughs> It reminded me of something out of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it was I video. I literally could not stop laughing. I mean, it was at misfortune, like you know, it was complete and utter chaos, is what it was. It really was. You had people who literally were not even waiting for the bathroom. Yeah, there, there is no way you could wait. It was terrible. Oh, there bad for them. Oh, it was. It was disgusting but beautiful all at the same time in its own weird way there was people falling over in pain falling there's people hands like holding hands puking gotta think to to find the suspect there was one person recording the video so that kid must have been the one you know i would think you know i wouldn't try and be there for that just to you know say hey you know not paint myself as a suspect like, if you're taping that and you're not holding your pants and you're not, you know, having an emergency or throwing up everywhere, basically how the whole video went. I mean, you're pretty much the guy or the girl putting stuff in that lemonade. Ugh. Oh, something's going down. Yeah, if, you, if, if you're not sitting over the toilet. Some people were toilets, <laughs> sinks, hallways, uh, just just uh, just there. It was it was utter chaos. Um it, the, the the video is is graphic in nature, so if you do feel squeamish to it, don't watch it. Yeah, Have watch somebody it. watch it for you. Um, yeah. it it's up there with two girls, one cup. I, I anybody from the early thousands could tell you that video. It's up there. <laughs> so let's move it. Let you know what? Let's dive in. Oh, we're we, diving. 
yeah, no, we're diving in. Not not to that video anymore. We're done with that. That segment. Thank goodness. <laughs> that, I would say that oof. for those who've seen the video, they're glad to, you know. But no, let's dive in. We got football tonight. It's Thursday night. Thursday night football. The, the big prime time Thursday night game. Who we got? Yeah. You know what? It, it, some people are calling it a sleeper game. Call it what you will. It's it, it's Browns Jets. That's who we got tonight. That just sounds bad coming out of the out of your mouth. Browns Jets. It, it's like a oh, Browns Jets. There's a reason why I planned the segment before this one to lead to this one. If you oh, know, you know some trend. Best transitions you don't even have to say. I mean, someone could have put that together and said, oh, crappy laxatives. Let's go do this crappy football game. Beautiful. You know, I, I, some people call me the uh, Picasso of my, of my time. Yes, I will take all those compliments. But no, (laughs) moving in though, like I said, it it could be, what was it? We had Bengals Ravens last Thursday and some people were, were shooting that down. I was one of them who said that it probably wasn't going to be an interesting game. And it depends on how you look at it. There are people who love defensive ran games. There's people who love offensive games. In baseball, there's people who love home runs. There's people who love pitcher's duel. It depends on what you're looking for. Unfortunately, I think we're looking at a game where both offenses and both defenses are just so bad, it could make a good game. It could be so bad that it's good. Last week, you know, the Bengals put up 34 against the Ravens. Um, so that was a that was a pretty good game. A lot of people were picking the Ravens after that beatdown versus the Bills uh, in Week One, but I, you know, that that was kind of a fluke. You know, the Bills are just that bad. So, you know, I went with the Bengals, and that ended up working out. So now we got the Jets in Cleveland. You know, we'll see how it goes. You know, the Browns are actually favored to win this game. They were favored. They were a minus three at home, and honestly, no, I don't remember the last time they were favored in a game. You know, I really so don't. what? So what you're telling me is, if I'm understanding you correctly, Kevin Orlandi, my co-star today, is we could be looking at the first Browns win since Nam. That's not a true fact. I'm sure there's people out there who are going to fact check me and call me out. But yeah, it, but they on all the fun. I honestly think it. It feels like it, does it not? It, I mean it. Mm. I'm picking them. This is a. I am locking them in as a win. I mean, they they tinkered close the first week. They tied, for heaven's sake. And then if they had a kicker, I mean, if they had a kicker, they would have won the game. So they you would have last week. And there's no way they don't they don't win this for the Jets. Actually, way because it's the Browns. But you know, I, you bring up a good topic of of discussion, and we we'll, we'll touch it for a little bit. That's what she said. But. Let's dive into it. Go on. Do you blame? And there's because there's 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 two arguments to this conversation with the Browns. Yes, Zane Gonzalez. And honestly, in this perspective, I really do. I think it is okay to blame Zane Gonzalez for that performance, that abysmal performance. However, do you blame the kicker or do you blame the offense for not producing enough? Do you blame the defense for not stopping them that one drive? Unfortunately, Zane Gonzalez was put into multiple positions to make field goals, and he didn't make it. Yes, this performance alone, he, he, it was abysmal. It was bad. The Vikings literally fired their kicker because of his performance. I, yep, I saw that game live. That was terrible. I mean, a terrible game. You almost feel bad for him in a sense, but then I think it's their profession. No one's feeling bad for us at our, our job. It's, you know a, it's so a business. That, 
it is a business. But and then look who they I believe they signed Dan Bailey. Am I wrong? It, I honestly for the the Vikings, this is good. This is good. This you, really oh it, I'm it, sure Dan Bailey was even out there for so long. You know, um, I'm just, I, they just got in my opinion that was the best thing that could have happened to him. And they didn't even lose the game. They tied. So. You know, like I said for the Vikings, this is great. This is awesome. They got Dan Bailey. I bet you Dan Bailey's surprised that he's on the Vikings and not the Cowboys this year. That that's that's its own news. But Kevin, where do you stand on that that topic? Do you blame the kicker, or do you, do you look into like, oh, maybe our offense could have had that first down or that touchdown, or or do you blame the defense? Hey, maybe we could have had that necessary stop earlier on in the game. Uh, where where do you where do you start to piece that, or do you just blame the guy who had the ball last? I would say it's or as a head coach would say and players would say they need to execute. They all say it's cliche, but they do. Like, they need to do their jobs. It's all their fault. Defense not getting the stop. It's offense putting the kicker in that position. Offense needs to punch it in more than just, I guess, 18 points is what they had last game or 16 versus the um, Saints. Like, you're looking at it and you're thinking, and then the kicker gets in that situation and he's not doing his job. So it's all facets not doing their part, and it all comes together. And people just like to blame the guy. Um, you know, the, the kicker. And, the, and a good example was for BYU, I believe Wisconsin and BYU played last Saturday. I, I'm pretty sure right. BYU um, beat them in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin lost because their kicker missed the last kick. And uh, a lot of people actually surprised me in comments underneath, uh, I guess ESPN posted it, were saying uh, the kicker should have never been in that position because the game should have never even been that close. And he's right. Like, those, you know, they, that game should not have been that close in Wisconsin, you know, there's no excuse. So it's a team game. People like to point fingers, but everyone needs to do their job and execute. That's where I stand. You know, it for the sake of the kicker, it's not an easy job. I couldn't do it, and, and I guarantee you 99% of the people who are actually commenting could not do it. However, I, I feel like when we look at, and, and it depends on the circumstance. I know I say this a lot here on the E&E show. It depends on the circumstance. Each circumstance is different. I understand that. I get that. I'm a very understanding guy. When you look yeah. at the Zane Gonzalez situation, though, when you have multiple in the in the game Sunday, he had multiple opportunities. Yeah, I mean, that's all you could ask for is multiple opportunities because if you mess up the first one, just what do you think? But you think about going getting that next one. That's I mean, same thing with really any sport and that next shift in hockey. You know, next, I guess you could say shift in basketball, you know, next shot that you take in basketball. Same thing with football, next kick, next at bat. Like, it's always looking for the next. You got to always look ahead um, and not dwell on the past, essentially. So, you know, they they preach, especially to kickers, any, honestly, any position in football and most sports, short term memory is what they preach. You got it. You got to, if you, if you miss it, move on. Forget and move on. You know, not in not every case. You know, sometimes you really do need to learn, like, hey, maybe, you know, this and that or whatever, you know. And I, I actually believe that Zane Gonzalez was complaining of a uh, groin injury. It is the reason why he missed those, um, you know. So there could have been actual prior stuff that happened maybe in the weeks before or, or in the practices before that actually led up to this point. But at the end of the day, when you were given multiple opportunities to put your team up on the board and win the game, because he, the first week one, he had opportunities and missed it. So it's not like this is the only game where he's done it. 
He's done it multiple times this season for the Browns and, and left them short. He has a track record. I mean, and it's not a good one. So, you know, and that's like you, you, you want to focus on that next kick, but if all your kicks, you know, are, are starting to end up missing, you're going to see what happens. You're going to get cut. I mean, he was hurt today, but I mean, that's the good example with the Vikings kicker getting cut. I mean, everyone knew it was coming. You cannot miss those kicks, especially against the, um, you know, division uh, rivals. So now we look at the other team involved in tonight's massacre, the Jets. J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And I will say this. I think that is going to be shouted multiple times. Shouted's not a word. I'm getting a look from the producers. It's not a word. <laughs> I just said it. We made it work. Shouted. We're going to make it work. We'll make we, it work. We make- we'll deal with the producers later. That is a word. Yeah, shouted. I'm firing yeah. the producers. They're out of here. They're gone. Yeah. We need new ones for the E and E show. You're gone. E and E show. You know what? Just like, just like the you know, just like the Viking Kickers. We are the Vikings. The E and E show is the Vikings of talk shows. You mess gonna... up once, you're gone. That's right. Nothing less but a perfection. Unfortunately, I'm looking in the mirror, and that's that's the problem. That's the problem. I no, I, I am the producer. And too often you show. I'm off. I'm 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 off the air. That's it. We're done. No, but going uh, going into the Jets game though. I really do think that the Jets are literally just going to crush the Cleveland Browns' dreams, hopes and dreams of a win. The reason being is when we look at historically Miami Jets games, they play hard. It is it is a low scoring affair or high scoring affair, but it's it's a well played football game. It's evenly played. Yeah. It it it's always has been. There may be those rare occasions where you know, one pulls away, and then the but but for the most part, it it reminds me almost of the Jets New England game last year, the controversial uh, fumble in the end zone there, or you know, right before the end zone there, that basically ultimately decided the game. Mm-hmm. When they went into that game, the Jets were predicted to lose bad, but they the the Jets and and Patriots tend to play each other pretty well. Patriots usually historically win that game, but it, it's almost like the same thing with the with the Miami Jets game. It, it's hard to decipher those two teams sometimes because they just yep. play each other very well. And I think that it's hard to decide going off that last week. I think it's going to be another week one performance like they had against the Lions, and they're gonna. I think they're just going to dominate this game tonight. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a. I see where you're coming from. I will. I will not let you try and talk me out of my Browns pick because I've already locked him in for my uh, pick. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's a great point. I, I look at it from a standpoint where they beat up on the the Lions, who are now proven to be a so far a bad team. Uh, they seem like they're very scattered under new uh, head coach Matt Patricia, and you're, I'm thinking, you know, maybe he just needed to stay in New England, but we'll see. If it, and, uh, Miami's a good team this year. I mean, they're in first place in the uh, AFC East. Um, so, they, I mean, they played a good game last week with the, uh, yeah, with the Jets, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, 20 to 12. So, I mean, that was kind of a clunker for Sam Darnold, but I still think the Giants are going to regret passing him up. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, Sam Darnold, uh, he's still he's still young. He's still a rookie coming into the NFL. It, it, it's only his, it was only, it was only his second game in the NFL. I think he's going to come in tonight, and I really think he's going to go back to how he was week one. 
you know, he gave that first pick six, but he rebounded so well, came out and really dominated. I, I, I'm all in favor of the Jets. I, I support them in this game. I, I really do. But you know what? Hey, you know what? We'll, we'll move on to a different team because I feel like this is, this is going to be big news. And it has to do with the Philadelphia Eagles, Kevin's own team. Ooh, go on. Carson Wentz, his performance, what's it going to be like? I, I really think – I thought earlier in the week I said, all right, we can't expect him to come back here and just be firing on all cylinders like he was last year. But you know what? As the week's gone on, as I've listened to more of the coaches and Carson actually talked to the media now that he's back, I, I just don't see a scenario where he has a clunker. I, I think he just comes back like he never left. Even He's going to be more energized because he wanted to start week one. And he says he felt he feels the same as he did then as he does now. So, he, but he trusted the doctors. I think they're gonna beat the Colts by at least fourteen. And Carson's. I mean, they, this team needs Carson. Nick Foles did a great job in staying in place, and obviously, you know what he did last year. Um, but I mean, this team's beat up. They have no wide receivers to throw to. Alshon Jeffries hurt. They're bringing back at, uh, Jordan Matthews, who was, uh, used to be on the team but got traded, and now he's back. So, uh, but I'm very excited for Carson once he's back and uh, looking forward to this win at Sunday at one. If you are Nick Foles, what's going through your mind? Are you, are you the, the, here you go. Here's your team back, Mr. Wentz. I'll, I'll see y'all later. I'm going to go ride the bench. Or do you really start to think, well, wait a minute. I've proven I can take them to the Super Bowl. I've proven I can win the Super Bowl. Do you start to look into maybe any starting roles on other teams? Well, I'm surprised that, uh, to answer your question, yes, I I would feel like that personally. Um, He does not feel like that in the sense that they are so close. You know, they they always preaching how they're brothers in Christ and, like, they are pretty much best friends on and off the field. so I don't think that'll ever become an issue. But I, I deep, deep down in the back of his mind, he's got to be thinking, all right, you know, what's the, what's the, what does my future hold for, you know, in my career as a quarterback? There's definitely jobs that are, I mean, it seems like every year there's jobs available for a quarterback because, I mean, every team's looking for a quarterback, um, you know, at some point. Or every year this team's looking at a quarterback. Um, I really thought he was going to go to Arizona this year in a trade or Cleveland, but Cleveland took Baker, so they didn't really necessarily need him. And uh, Arizona signed Sam Bradford. So that, I mean, that's still a joke in itself, but, uh, you know, they drafted Josh Rosen to develop. So I thought Nick was going to be the, uh, you know, the the stepping piece from him to Rosen, but I digress. So I would definitely be a little ticked off though that, you know, my job is kind of just getting pulled out without me getting hurt or without me really playing bad because the defense lost the game to Tampa last week. You know, it, it, like I said, it makes you think if you are Nick Foles, because obviously you've proven that you can lead a Super Bowl team, you can win the Super Bowl, and then you can come into that next year. You start out week one against the uh, Atlanta Falcons, my personal team, and unfortunately he did really good for my case. Great for your case. Um, but, you know, came out, had a great game, you know, and – I, I was I'm just thinking here. I'm like, if I was Nick Foles, as as good, you can be best friends with somebody, but at the end of the day, you gotta look out for your own and your own interests, especially in the wide world of sports. It just that's the way it comes down to. And I, I really do think that if I'm Nick Foles, maybe I do start thinking about starting positions somewhere else. You know? Um, I'm sure, 
you know, the, the Atlanta Falcons would love to have him as a backup for Matt Bryan for the next couple of seasons. You Depending know. on who you ask, some Atlanta fans may want him as a starter. Yeah, well, I'm about to say, yeah, it depends on who you ask here in Atlanta. He, he, yeah, uh, well, you know, we've already talked about that on one of the shows, so I'm not going to beat that dead horse. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, I, I would not mind having Nick Foles out there in a Falcons uniform, even though he did wear that uh, Philadelphia green. Now, speaking of the Falcons, we got a big game this week. We don't only have to have – it's a rivalry game. Another rival, another division game at home, back to back. That's pretty rare, actually. Start the season it, like that. it's huge, huge. Carolina was a big game, but now we got the Saints. Who that is? What is going to be yelled all across? I hate that so much. I'm I sure. I, I I really just cannot stand it. Um, Saints fans, why why that? Why that is all I have to ask, Kevin. <laughs> From an outside in, I don't want to give a biased opinion. What are your thoughts on this game? Well, I think about this game. I think about the Saints. Okay, I think about um, – I'm not picking them to win. But I, I'm thinking about how they've started in the past four to five years. Their record has been 0-2 and 0-3 and in each of the last four seasons. And they started out this year now 1-1, one one, but they were 0-1 going into last week. Um, and I just think they're a slow-starting team, and I don't think they're going to be able to – I think the Falcons – they, they, they figured out – well, they, you would ho- hope they figured out their problems in the red zone. Uh, they were able to put up some points versus the Panthers. So, I'm thinking they're going to win. It's going to be a close game. I'm thinking 23-20, to 20, um, Falcons going to win. Very close. You know, I, I, I have to give an unbiased opinion. I don't have to. I really don't. I just for – the, for the sake of, you know, the NFL, for the sake of uh, f- fairness in sports, which there isn't, I'm going to give an unbiased opinion here. I look at it from from two sides. You got Drew Brees, and 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 you know he's getting older, uh, so is Matt Ryan. But you know you got Drew Brees. He's got a, a good offense, uh, a, a some decent receivers with Thomas. That's, yes, you know, and 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 so the, this year. I think the biggest thing that is really going to come down to this game, specifically this one here coming up, is who's not in the game. Mark Ingram's still suspended, so he won't be there. And literally half the Falcons' defense is hurt. They're gone. So we're going to be dealing with a lot of holes that we got to fix and place inside the defense. Um, you know, the Falcons, it, it seems like every every day we, we lose somebody else to a, some sort of injury. It just seems like, and I don't know if it's just, you know, they're practicing really hard, if it's conditioning. You know, I'm not in the locker room, so I, I couldn't tell you. But what I can say, though, is it's really going to be who is still left standing at the end of this game. That's why I think wins the ball game is who's still in one piece. That's a good point. Injuries are played a factor, in, you know, I mean, all throughout the NFL, but especially the Falcons are getting hammered with injuries right now. You know, and it's it's one of those things where, you know, yes, you do get your, your guys back who will start, and they'll, I'm sure they'll do fine. But I, I it has to do – some something to the team's psyche when you have all these personnel changes. One moment you have literally the whole entire second team defense playing. One moment you have half the starters back in, and and you have all this mix up. So I'm sure that at some point you're kind of like you know, you, you just kind of get so bugged out with it all. But like I said, uh, unbiased opinion. I still think the Falcons will rise up to the challenge. Yep. No I, pun. 
Yeah. Right. No. Hey, pun intended. No, that was yeah. a pl- that was a placement. I, I, I would say that was it. That was all all on purpose. Beautiful. That was a great great uh you know inclusion there. My score though, Falcons win 28-23. 28-23. Interesting. I really uh, do. I, I'm looking up one more uh, Michael Thomas stats this year. He already has 28 catches, three touchdowns, and uh, let's just say last year he had five touchdowns only. So he's almost over halfway there. In two games, so oh. uh, keep an eye on my Michael Thomas. Twenty-eight catches is ridiculous. If you don't have him on your fantasy team, I, he's not—he's not a free agent on your team. Don't worry about it. But you know, uh, Kevin, we're coming up to that point in the show. It's the saddest point in the show. We're coming up to that thirty-five minute marker, and like I said, uh, we, you know, we've already talked Jets Browns. We've already talked. I, I feel like enough NFL. We could get into the Josh Gordon thing, but like I said, we've already talked about it on a prior show. Don't want to be a dead horse. In the final couple minutes here, I want your prediction. Braves baseball. What do you think the Braves, and I know this is going to hurt, pain, and kill you from a Philadelphia perspective, but the Braves, we are here in Atlanta. What are their chances of winning it all, from your outside opinion? All right, so winning the entire, winning the whole thing, the World Series. I'm talking was- the whole shebang, the whole deal. What percent chance, and what do they need to do to make it happen? Okay, so I'll say this. First of all, they obviously have to win the division, and I really believe with the starters, the Phillies are throwing out them uh, within tonight and Friday's game. They'll put a, they should put a beat down on them if they really want to take control of this. Uh, you know, and have showed themselves that they're the team, the NL East. Uh, regardless, I still think they're going to win the East. Um, but as far as the entire thing goes, you look at who they're playing in the playoffs. We've got a hot Chicago Cubs team that, I mean, they came up a World Series win a couple years ago. Milwaukee, great ball. St. Louis came out of nowhere after they fired Matheny. Um, you got the Dodgers in the West and Colorado, who seems to be struggling of late, but is still within uh, wildcard reach. So, I mean, those are some strong – Strong teams there and a very experienced when it comes to postseason team with the Atlanta Braves. You know, I know so those teams can catch fire, though. You, you just never know until they're put into that. That's why we play games. I mean, look at the Washington Nationals from the past couple of years. They were amazing throughout the regular season. And then they would get absolutely destroyed on in the playoffs. They wouldn't do anything. So anything's possible. I would have it at, like, honestly, between a 10 and 15% chance. That's just me being real. That's not me being a Braves hater. They're just so young. I, I mean, it could remind me of, you know, like the Phillies when they won in 2008. The year before that, they made the playoffs, and they got swept. And then you learn from it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, maybe next year when Braves are be a little more sure, um, you know, they've been there in a sense for sure, or, you know, that past year by winning it. Um, so, we'll see. I mean, Anything's possible. That's why they play the games. I mean, look at Boston. They're 103 and 49, and they could be bounced in the first round. You never know. It's just that's why they play the games. But I would say 15. Well, there it is from the Philadelphia maniac himself, from the Philly fanatic himself. Yes. Kevin gives us a 15% chance. Only time will tell. Speaking of time, it is that time. The 35 minute mark has passed here at the E&E show. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We're going to let you go on with your day. Enjoy your day. Have an ice-cold beer tonight with the game. Enjoy it, and we'll get back to you for Monday's episode. Kevin, thank you for calling in, taking our questions, 
and uh, having a little fun here yeah, at the Uni Shed. Thank you for having me. And uh, remember, listeners, uh, avoid that lemonade with laxatives, okay? <laughs> and the uh, and the lettuce Same on the, the lettuce. beach. All right. <laughs> Y'all have a nice Thursday.